Yabba dabba doo. Hey. How What's going you? on? What is Not your little icon a figure of? Like a finger that got dismembered or what? It's a it's a little head. I know. But what is I it don't... supposed to be? Oh I, I don't I don't I don't remember. Oh well I mean yes. I don't know where I got it. Um <clears throat> back when we used to play uh fantasy football. Yeah. My I, I would always You're... name my my team the severed heads. Ah and, and I I think I just Googled that and found a little cartoon of, of, of that and I used that as my symbol on Yahoo when we were you, did um, were you yeah. any good on fantasy football? Yeah, still, yeah. Do you still I, I, play? I, I was pretty good. No, no, I haven't played in years now. It's been it's been almost ten years. Um, yeah, it's yeah, been it used a... to be pretty good. But like before kids, that we I would watch nonstop every single game and NFL Network. I'd watch like the, the Monday through Friday, you know, like news show and yeah. stuff. But follow all that stuff very closely. I used to too. I, I feel much better that I'm not doing it anymore, though. Me too. Because I could I could root for the team I want to root for and not the players and the teams I hate. So. Yeah. 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 And, and and that's a good point. Um, but it, for for me, it's just you know once the kids got a little older, it's like uh, we didn't have time to just be stuck. You know, just watch. basically you know all of Sunday, then Monday nights, Thursday nights, whatever. Yeah, just, you barely have enough time to uh, show up for this. I, oh yeah, I'd be like. Oh my God! I gotta hurry up. I gotta. I gotta be off by. I want to get off by 12:30 so I can get something. You know, have a lunch and sit down in front of the TV and, you know, it, it'd be um, it'd be crazy. But, you know, it, it's. I don't miss it at all, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. It was fun at the time. I, I, I had oh, a I good loved time. it at the time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I really did. But um, in retrospect, it's like so many other things I could have been doing. Uh, every <laughs> we just sat there in front of the TV. Yeah. Oh, so how have you been? Okay. Yeah. I had a little vacation last week, which was you nice. Did? You but you didn't have to work. No, I took Thursday, Friday, and Monday off. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, we were back in Albuquerque. How's everyone back there? Good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Good news. Very good news. Mm-hmm. It was a good trip. That's where I'll probably end up yeah. in my retirement. Well, that's where I want to end up. Well, that's where we'll meet you. We'll meet you there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens because a lot will, will depend on on what our kids end up doing. If they go to, you know, the four corners of the of the earth, then we'll Just have, have, go, have, have them... to stay here. You yeah, know. have have them go to UNM. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if go. they both, you know, they end up just staying in this area, then I'm sure we'll end up just staying here. But if they end up going to other places, there's to be nothing to keep us here. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see I know happens. you like uh, Albuquerque, but Stacy, does she, she want to do that? Um, she seems open to it. Yeah. 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 Oh, but you have like, you have I, you I, have family I, near there, don't you? No, no, oh, nothing, you don't. Nothing at all. No, and and I've never been to New Mexico, but we've been to Arizona. Um, well, the climate's you know, similar, but Arizona's right. ridiculously hot. It, well, 
there's a couple things with Arizona. Unless you want to go to Flagstaff. It's it's yeah, it, it can be a little hotter, but also uh, the the current political climate is is much different than New Mexico. So I, I just want to go somewhere where it's still a sane state. So yeah, uh, New Mexico seems to be going in the direct same direction that I am. Where well, I hope to like, see you there. Uh, we can read yeah. comics together. <laughs> that's right. That's I, right. You know what? We can we can help each other move bo- short boxes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'll let you do the harder part because okay. you're younger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny. But yeah, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know. Did you go to Guardians yet? No, I know that you went yesterday. You, yeah, you loved that was it? really good. Yeah. Yeah, I li- I like it. I I've liked that franchise quite a bit. Oh yeah. Yeah, so yeah, me like too. that's probably my favorite franchise, like superhero Marvel MCU franchise. Okay, yeah, I mean I can definitely see that. I'm, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, and I, I mean, I don't think there's like a franchise. Well, a lot of people might say Captain America is there. Captain America would be would be up there too, but I yeah. think Guardians is probably just just a little bit above. Um, Captain America, although the Captain America sequels were awesome. The first one was really good, but um, it's probably my least favorite of the three, whereas Guardians, I, at least the ones that I've seen, the both of them I were. think the first Cap is my favorite, is that... just, just because it's so traditional. Like, it speaks true to just the origin of Cap kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Yeah, well, um, I don't know when we'll end up um, seeing it, but yeah, we definitely um looking forward to that one. That that will be. Uh, That's one, the one, one, it, one of the franchise okay that. To see? Oh yeah, I think so. Because okay, I've seen the first two, and I mean, no there's no nothing issues. overly violent or anything weird. Okay, good. It's. One of the things that I think they did a good job with this um, franchise is get you to care about all the characters, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like you're emotionally invested. Yeah. Where a lot sure. of the other ones, it's not, you don't get that way. <clears throat> no. No, not at all. Um, So you guys, what, what time did you go yesterday? We went to the early feature, 9 a.m. 9 a.m.? Yeah. They don't even show 9 a.m. movies here. That's I weird. They, I don't think they have them that early. I think they do for the big budget stuff, I would think. I'm going to look. I'm going to check Fandango, see what they see what it says. There's Just a lot curious. of people there like it, for really? the yeah. feature, yeah. Okay, so AMC... It's not. A t- I'm gonna look at the mall because AMC doesn't start until noon. Let's, let's look at the one at the mall. Do you have any Cinemark? No. Yep, Mike. Earliest ones they got. They do have an early Guardians ten ten fifty. Ah. So that's fairly early. Well, see the what ours is interest. Our theater is interesting. We we're, we have a Cinemark. We we have mm-hmm. Cinemark rewards, so we go quite a bit, <clears throat> unless we're sick. But um, they 
have features that are after 1030 and that's what they open with and if they realize that they're selling out they start adding more oh that's cool so it's like i think the nine o'clock got added later you know Mm -hmm. yeah because they could afford to do it yeah i'd go see it again that's cool yeah well um well we'll take the kids over I think I've seen the first Guardians like at least ten times, if not more. Yeah, the that's... second, the second one I've only seen once. Um, uh, second but... one, I think we just saw the, the the two times, like once by ourselves and then once with the did, kids. Did you watch the Christmas uh, special? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so there's there's some Easter eggs for that. Oh really? But um, <clears throat> a little bit. Mm-hmm. If you stay for post-credit scenes, but uh. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. It was good. That's I, awesome. I, I loved it. It's, I give it a five out of five. It's the only That's thing awesome. I've given a five out of five this week, too. Really? Yeah. I read a lot of good stuff, but everything was more like a four out of five. Mm-hmm. And so let's talk real quick about your bad idea of of, of backing uh, Megalith. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still you know I'm just jealous because I, I I just I can't afford to I just can't afford to do it so I got well it's it has a lot of interesting tiers you know like it's got crazy I should have got it, with it, the hardcover tier which is just the collected edition which I think most people will get that's one but then they have but then they have the they have these like one shot specials done by other creators like, they're eight pages Mike yeah I know um, so what are you doing they're exclusives. But what are you going to do with them? They're like 750 copies. I'm going to read them. What do you think I'm going to do? But aren't they just the chapters of the book? But by different creators. They're 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 like tie-ins oh, to Megalith. Okay. okay. I thought it yeah. was just the, like no. the breaking them up into no, eight-page segments. it's original content. Okay. Um, you know what I was surprised though. You should take a look. If you, because if, I, I know which which tier you went to, you should go to the one that's just forty dollars more. Don't you get some sort of crazy? You get everything that you wanted plus like some exclusive hardcover or something like that for forty dollars. I thought the more. forty dollars was an art tier. I thought the was next it? one up, yeah. Okay, I mean I, I looked at it. Just double check just to make sure. But I, I I'm totally not like I I have it there. I might. I might decide to change it. I might. Yeah, you're decide, right. It's original art. I might decide not to do it. I could still decide because I, when it all comes down to it, four hundred is a lot of a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's, but I do, I do, I do really it. do love Matt Kent. Like, if I think if it was somebody else, I, I'd be a little more hesitant of all their other creators, but. Like I have all of Matt Kent's work to date, so I I don't know. I I would like to to get it and read it, and and I could I could just do what I did before, which is wait out until it comes to the stores and then hopefully get it on eBay like the way I got the latest bundle. Well, I don't would, know. That, that would probably be the most cost efficient. Oh yeah. Way to read it. But but I don't so I don't know what it means is like help bring it to the comic store so obviously it succeeded 
the, the I mean, in terms of hitting its its goal. Oh, so I don't it know more than surpassed, the... more than succeeded. It surpassed it by a. But it's up to two hundred sixty-two thousand. Yeah. Um. It passed their last one. Yeah. So what? I don't know what that means about it coming. But I, like I, I actually store, but... think it's it's smart for them to do because of their their publishing style like going only to limited comic shops the kickstarter is a way to get it out there for a lot of people in a different format like a hardcover that they wouldn't get through the comic shop so like i i think kickstarters are good to like if that's what they're really used for and i think in this case he's paying the creators whatever they need to get paid they're yeah. making their money <clears throat> definitely and then the other stuff is just sugar frosting on the cake you know? well when you get yours you can take screenshots of every page and just um uh, text them to me and i'll i'll go ahead and read it that's, yeah that's or or when i'm over at your house i could bring it with me <laughs> yes that's right when i'm over there uh, cracking open that cgc book well, you don't want to do that. Yeah, I, I do want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> but I did uh I did finally splurge and get New Mutants ninety eight, which was the last one I was missing. The first you did? Yeah. So I, the real I, I only not I, I don't have it in hand fact. yet, but it's on, on its way. Okay. Was it was it a CGC and you're gonna crack it no. open? No, no, I didn't get a okay. CGC, but I got like got what looks to be like a 7.0, nice, if not higher. But um, yeah, I finally, finally now now I'll have a full run of of New Mutants. Yeah, that's one I was I was very. I don't, that uh, was one that I missed that I was because collecting it at the time. So yeah, I was too. Was it no, I, I, That's what Yeah, I, I was collecting it at the time. It's my stupid shop decided not to give it to me because it can make more Are money. Are you serious? Yeah. That one. Yeah. That is that is horrible. I mean, it wasn't like it didn't immediately out the door. Wasn't crazy, was it? It well, like, New Mutants became popular. When Liefeld took over, yeah, but and I don't remember that was them, like, like selling out like crazy. But oh, maybe they, they did. They did. So I didn't have to worry about it. They were just on my pull list, and on, on like in it your. It was on my pull they, list. They, they just pulled it out of my pull list and sold but, it to somebody else. Yeah, I, I had a for ten bucks. Shop. <laughs> they like they actually gave it to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that that's ridiculous. Them's the breaks, oh. and the other one that I, I the I other one mine. that I will have on its way wait, is wait, wait, one second. that that Deadpool one. I had mine unofficial. Well, what's the other one? Not CGC. They're not PG. Whatever that CG. I don't remember. What CBCS. It's yes, they'll do a kind of a grading, like a they'll grade it, but they won't encapsulate it. That was like it's a real low tier. Like they'll say what they think it is, but basically they put a sticker on it and then send it back to you. And then send it back to me, right? You did so that. So I had it, it. They were here uh, for one of the comic cons, so they did it just right there on the fly, it, like you know, at the con. 
Yeah, what did you get? 9.6. Oh, that's awesome. I know. <laughs> right off the ra- uh, off the off the rack that, that when I bought it, I just filed it away. So that was yeah, I was pretty excited about that one. He's like, you know, you really should get this slab. I'm like, no, I was just curious to see what the grade was. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Anyhow, you were you were gonna say you get you pick something else up. Yeah, the first Rhino, which is the Amazing Spider-Man, and uh, is that like forty-one or something like that. What was the other one? Oh, the first Blob. Oh, number well, three. number three. Yeah. Wow, you were going all out. Yep. I have obviously X-Men number three, but I do not have the first Rhino. Very nice. I could have got an uh, X-Men 2, but I didn't want to overdo it. And then I, if everything goes well with Harley, which I hope it does, she's doing good. Yeah. I could, I want to save some for heroes. So, you know, so I have to buy yeah, something. You, yeah. You can, you can do some shopping there. Yeah. When is that? So, In June, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be quite the usual crowd anyway. I mean, I couldn't get Daryl there, but... Bill going? Bill's going. Yeah, he's going to be nice. sharing a room with us, and like yeah. usual. Yep. And then, Got a uh, sleep machine? That's right. And his earplugs. His heartbeat. Nope. His heartbeat, telltale heart, and earplugs. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He doesn't have to listen to that. And then a bunch of our other friends are going, so it should be a good time. That's cool. To take plenty of pictures of Barbie in charge of taking pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I think Shooter's yeah. going to be there too. He always has oh, yeah? good, pa- good panels. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, he's, he's I'll probably watch go to a lot more panels than I normally do. Who? What other artists are there that you can think of? Well, I know Levitz is there, and. Um, the ones I'm looking forward to are Fran, uh, Franz and Tom DeFalco because I'm mm. I'm a, I'm personally big fans of theirs. Mm-hmm. They they seem to come like at Thor after. I think it was after Simonson, so it was. Uh, I I don't think fans took good you know like went from. Uh, it was a hard, uh, hard uh, thing to follow, but I, I actually like their stuff better. I, mm-hmm. I, I just love his art because it's, it's so Kirby. Like he's got a very Jack Kirby line. I, I didn't do a lot, of, a ton of Thor during the initial run, but that most of what I have is 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 probably their their era of it. Um, I didn't really get much when Simonson was was on there. That was the big one. You weren't there for that. I'm surprised. No, I mean, I want to say, when did he come on? Well, it guess the only been... guess which issue the only issue I was missing from that run because Beta of my Ray comic Bell. shop. Exactly. And I had to I had to buy else, that like right? I had to buy that one back like ten years ago. So yeah, they, I mean, come they on. were really well. There were two guys that owned the store. This was a store in Albuquerque called Tall Tales. Uh-huh. And uh, 
there are two guys that own the store. One one guy was like the hippie guy. He was named Dave, and I liked him a lot. And he would always take care of me. And, and something happened to him. I, I don't know what, but I think it involved jail. <laughs> oh. And, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I think I think this New York guy worked his way in because of that. Like he was a partner and then totally took over. And this New York guy, he he's the one that started to shaft me on what I was getting pulled. And that's when I, I, I sort of switched stores. Like, So what was he doing with, with, with that? Because obviously that was – Because I wasn't – was well, I was – what was he doing? He was putting them on, either on the wall or selling them to somebody because he sold out of them and selling them. Because I didn't pick up my books like weekly back then. Yeah, yeah. You know, so – Unbelievable. Yeah. Frust- that's very frustrating. Yeah, I didn't, and a lot of times I didn't snap until much later, because mm-hmm. I didn't have time to read. I read comics then, like I do now. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe even worse. Yeah. Um. Because I was just so busy. If it was high school, I was always, you know, studying and on basketball practice. Right. And then college i was always doing something <clears throat> the only time I, I read a lot in college was the valiant and image stuff like mm. I, I i read that like as soon as it came out yeah that's why i'm so mm. fond of it now like <laughs> i really like the 90s a lot did you go to any uh stories yesterday for free comic book day no, but I should have because that, that's one thing I wanted to talk to you about. Uh-huh. I I qualified again this year for like all the free comic books, but I only got like five. You got five comic books. From DCBS. Okay. How much did we, you get? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look right now because the, now I'm every other week, so I've and got Did they, did they ship it early? Week. No. Did they ship your – okay, because I haven't no. – I got a lot of mine shipped like two weeks ago, okay. and they I'm were gonna, like, I I'm got like look. a Dark Horse one, a Smurfs. Uh, I can't remember what the other ones were, but it's not really the ones I wanted. I I really wanted the Conan, and I really well, wanted the Image ones. I'm looking. What what did Image have? I can't remember, but they had it like. They had dir- the Jeff Lemire one, but I don't know if there was something else. There's a new Jeff Lemire title coming. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at because you know I, I don't qualify for everything, but I got qualify for a decent amount. You know, um, I'm looking at my next shipment, which should be this this week going out. There's not one, not one free comic book day um, comic in this shipment. Nothing. How about the next one? It doesn't show. Or the previous one. Previous one I already have, so I had no. But did, there was nothing in there. No, no. So I've got nothing. We did go to a couple stores just to. We went to. Well, that I wanted one the Marvel six. ones. I wanted the the one I really wanted, and I I don't know if I'll still be able to get, is the DC one. Which one was it? The night. It was the terror, the terror the terror one? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did pick up. I did get that one. 
from the um yeah so i i don't have that part. one that that was the one that mattered to me mm. the conan one really did yeah I, That's you know what i, I really did wanted. even I, I i went because last year if you remember it wasn't so drastic but there were still maybe two or three that i ordered that i just never ended up getting last year yeah i think you were same boat. I, I, it might have been Vault or Scott. I don't. I don't remember. But there were some that I was looking forward to that I just never got. Um, so anything that looked like it was something that was interesting to me, I I grabbed it. Um, even though I'll, um, you know, I ordered it from the comic store or from from TCBS rather. So you know, I got like the Conan and the Valiant one and the DC and Marvel ones and stuff like that. Um, because I, I don't trust. I don't trust that DCBS is going to send me these. I don't know what the issue yeah, is. Yeah, I, I, I think... Which ones did you pick up? You picked up the DC, you picked up the Marvel. What did you, else did you pick? Um, I got the Valiant one. I got Conan. I got that image Jeff Lemire one. That might, I got the Vault one, which is west of Sundown. I don't. I, I glanced through it. I think that it's just a... Reprint a reprint one. Yeah, I yeah. thought it would have been an, I thought it was an original story of that but it, I don't think it is um, that's all that I can remember off the top of my head Ah. and then the, you know I let the kids get the kids got a uh, well actually Zach Allie didn't want any of them Zach got a couple like dog band and stuff like that but ah. yeah so I but I don't know I like up until last year It seemed like we got all of the DCBS, uh, all the free comic book day stuff from DCBS with, with no issue. And then last year, I would say I got most of it, but not everything. Last year was horrible for me. And then this year so far, like I said, nothing is, they, they haven't shipped anything. I should have, uh, I should have went, I should have went there to get them just in case. At least the ones that I cared about. Yeah. That's because why I he he, he he will limit me to two, but if I want more, he'll charge me like a quarter each or something like that. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um. Oh, you know what? I got Umbrella Academy too. That was the Dark Horse one. I got that one. I did get that one, but I got that one early. Oh, you did get that one. Yeah, I got a handful about four shipments ago. <laughs> I, I got like five of them, and but they're really obscure ones. The only one that wasn't weird was um the dark horse one okay there was, there was oh i got the dynamite red sonia reprint what is, yeah i i saw it the mar the marvel one okay that's yeah. what it is it's a reprint of the it's marvel the, one yeah the it's the frank thorn uh okay. marvel one is it the same they did one last year i think i wonder if it's the same story it was either the marvel feature that she premiered in or Red Sonia number one. I can't one. remember. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm looking at my order from that from that month, whenever it was that we had an order months ago, and it's just like <laughs> the entire group is just all not shipped, not pending shipment. It, they're just sitting there. I don't know if I'll ever get them. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. I used. To I don't get know them. if like because you know I know Diamond's not a pro, you know hasn't been a fan of DCBS since they got DC, but so I don't know. Do, if do you know what the DC one was called? Was it called Terror 
something. Yeah, night terrors. Night terrors night with terrors. Dark K. Like 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 the dark dark night. Yeah. I wonder if I even ordered it because on the DC one I noticed DCBS in the past has made me pay for them. It's funny that you say that because I'm looking. The one that I have here on DCBS says Dawn of DC number one special edition. All right, Dawn. That's, that's what I asked DC. for. I didn't see a Night Terrors option in DCBS. Yeah, it still says processing for me. Okay. And I even ordered the foil. I ordered the foil cardstock variant of that. So that's too. the one where you have to pay like a, a yeah, small amount, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I don't know what's going on. That one they should have in their control, though. They're the distributor. They hit 100%. Yeah. The other ones I could see. But there, there, there's some good ones. I saw a lot on Twitter about people posting them. The Conan one is the, is the one really, really weird one. Yeah. But I go out of my way to buy it if I can't get a copy. You can probably get it for pretty, pretty cheap if you need to. That and the Valiant, just for completion yep. purposes. Yeah, I'm, you know what I'm doing? I'm looking at last year. It looks like last year was... I didn't get the Archie. I didn't get Bloodburn, which I don't know what who that was. I didn't get the Avatar Last Airbender that I was going to get give to my son. I didn't get Equilibrium, which was the um, Chapter House Captain Canuck story. And I didn't get Winchester Mystery House. That's the one that I was really looking forward to. That so was good. I, I think that it was, was the uh, I think Source it was Point original, Press. Yeah, it was original story, I think, right? Well, that one, I think, was a reprint of their, their title. Oh, then I don't feel bad. Because there was a four-issue story on that. Yeah, I did buy, I, I did buy the, the single issues. I thought it was an original story. It might have been a prequel. I don't remember. Yeah, that's so I missed like four or five. They just never, never. Saw I missed a ton, but um, yeah. Hopefully these will come in the next order. I'll be curious if I at least get the Marvel and the the DC. Yeah. I really want the Titan, and there was a, there was a couple image ones that I wanted. I think. I only see the Jeff Lemire one, but I mean on my order, but I don't know what a, what the other ones would have been. So he's another guy I like a lot, Matt Kent and Jeff Lemire. I yeah. like I like him a lot. Yeah, his stories are are really good. I even like his art and Kent's art. Like I just get into their mindset and what they're they're just really good stuff. Like they're well thought out. I like their I... lines, even though they're wor they're weird looking. I am on record on saying that I did not like Jeff Lemire's art a few years ago when we just were discussing Valiant stuff. Like Sweet Tooth or what? We were talking, uh, I think I was on with like maybe Paul and Martin or something like that. And I'm like, no, I don't get it. Like you're all going, like everyone's going crazy for some special, you know, Harbinger cover Oh yeah, the 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 variant covers yeah. that he did. I'm like, yeah, it, it's horrible. But and and now it's. I mean, it's only been what I don't know how five, how many years now. I guess it's probably more than I I think. But now I've gone to. I, I totally appreciate 
the 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 art and how it's just not like right. Well, it's a very it's a very distinctive There's style art. for sure. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> but there's like a lot of freaking emotion in it. Like he's got a new one coming out in previews. I forget what it's called. But that's um, the one. That's fish fly, fish flies or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so, the one that the uh, free, free comic book day is. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, me too. I like I like his stuff. I like his style. I like when he draws. Um, yeah, and he's got season two of Sweet Tooth out. It's on Netflix now. Yeah, got to get to it. We haven't gotten to it yet, but um, but uh, we, I'm I mean, we saw the first season. Florida Man. Great. Huh? I said I'm watching Florida Man now. What? I don't even know what that is. Um, is it about a... Ron DeSantis? <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there, there's a lot of like funny things that f- they use the term Florida man for because they've done ridiculous things. But this mm-hmm. is about like a. There was even a comic book called Florida Man from American Mythology, but uh, it, it has nothing to do with the series. But th- this is about a uh, a gambler that gets he owes so much money that he had to go into become one of those guys that busts legs and stuff like that for mm. somebody but he doesn't mm-hmm. want to kill him he just does it because he has to pay this guy back and then he sleeps with his girlfriend and his girlfriend leaves for florida and he has to track her down kind of thing but <laughs> uh it, it's like a series of what could get worse you know like i'll I'll dig myself another hole every episode <laughs> so yeah that's pretty good um yeah, well. and we finished watching poker face on NBC and that was awesome. I heard good things about that one. That is, that is amazing. You you think with that show that it's it's very formulaic, but it's like masterful because it always surprises you. You know, there's always like some you know what the formula is? Like mm. it's such a weird formula because the first half doesn't even have the girl in it. Like she's not even in it. And mm. then it shows how she gets into the story the second half. But it's like a solving a crime. But it, yeah. it's it's really cool. That's that's cool. Yeah, I um I've heard I you know I heard a little bit about that, but not much. Yeah, Barb and I just finished it. We thought it was amazing. It's a it's a good one to watch together if you're gonna watch it. Okay. And we're, it just gets uh, better. We're almost done with Wednesday. The first. Did you watch? Well, that's Wednesday? a that's a good. Yeah, that was good. I like yeah, that a lot. Yeah, I thought the almost, actress was amazing. We only have like two episodes left. I want to say it's like a Harry Potter mystery kind of thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 She's uh she's an ex too. She's a what? She's an ex. Oh yeah 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 I she yeah. was the the girl that got killed yeah. Yeah yeah she uh she was the cameraman. Girlfriend who decided that she wanted to be in the movie too. That that was a. I felt bad for that guy. I don't the know. He, he, yeah. No, I just felt like he. <laughs> uh, he felt like so betrayed. You know, like what I mean. Like he even wanted to leave. Yes. And That's it was. What he's doing. He's gonna leave. Well, he was trying to leave, yeah. and then that crazy old lady shows up. <laughs> Oh, yep, that's for sure. Yeah, I I felt so bad for him because he he was in a weird situation. (laughs) Very awkward. But 
it would always have been in, in the back of his mind, so it's better just to leave. <laughs> yep. Because because it wouldn't if he tried to repair it and go on with it, it'll always be there, like just nagging at him, right? Well, it's not enough that she decided to be in it, but he had to film it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Very very awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd recommend Poker Face and Beef. That's the other one. Beef, that's really good. I've heard really good. Did you finish it? Yeah, Beef was excellent. One of my coworkers was watching that. She said it was it was really, really good. That one is uh, Road Rage kind of gone horribly, horribly, horribly bad. <laughs> yeah, that's what I understand. Yeah, that's With, good. With uh, Glenn from The Walking Dead. Yeah, it, that that is a really good show. Well, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff streaming. I, I don't know if I'll ever get to watch it all, but I, <laughs> I queued it up. And yesterday I just decided to watch something old. So I watched uh, Clint Eastwood's Every Which Way But Loose. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. It was on HBO Max. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, God, it's been a long time because... There were two movies, Any Which Way But Loose and Any Which Way You Can. Yeah. Is the sequel. Yeah. And uh did you did you ever watch it? Uh, years and years ago. Um you yeah. probably don't remember it, but mm-hmm. it, it's the plot is pretty simple. Like it it it's amazing that they chose to make a movie like this because it's sort of like a man with his best friend and ape <laughs> coordinate these fist fights and he's like a really good fist fighter and he'll make money off the off of beating people in the fist fight uh-huh. but um he he sort of falls for this girl i think her name is an actress named sand sandy Locke or something like that he, he eventually married her she was in uh, outlaw josie wales as well she was, she's been in a lot of Clint Eastwood movies. Um, they married and they divorced in real life, but she's she plays the char- like a country western singer, mm-hmm. and she tricks him into giving him her money, and he you know he gives her a wad of money, and then she takes off like she totally used him, but he doesn't know that, so he's trying to find out if it's her ex that. So he he traces her down. Coolness about it is they go to New Mexico, which is cool because there's a scene in there that actually is filmed in Old Town. Like I, I didn't even realize it until until now, watching it many years later. Uh-huh. But uh, he he tracks her down and she she has sex with him again, but she wants nothing to do with him. Like she just wants. <laughs> She just wanted his cash, and then she plays the same con on all the other men. Like, she just travels and does this yeah, from town to town, and she wants nothing to do with him. And um, you know who else is in it is Beverly D'Angelo. Oh, she really? Pl- yeah, she plays a hitch- hitchhiker that is uh, Clint Eastwood's uh, friend. His name is... Clint Eastwood plays a guy named Philo. Clyde is the 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 orangutan, mm-hmm. which he he drinks a lot. <laughs> the orangutan, <laughs> and 
he just takes him on all these trips. He takes him on this trip to find this girl and gets him laid at the zoo, which is <laughs> the Albuquerque <laughs> Zoo. Uh, it, it, <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was really the Albuquerque Zoo because they broke in at night and this was like 1970 Albuquerque Zoo. And yeah. it looks so different now. Like it. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you if you if you knew. And I I don't of... remember how I don't remember it looking like that as a kid. So I I, I couldn't make it out if it was really that. But um, yeah, it's, it's a good movie. The interesting thing at the end though, and I I, I don't know why it ends this way. I, I I'm I'm curious now. It got me got me thinking. But he he gets mad once he finds out that girl is just scamming him, and he just leaves, right? Well, what does mm-hmm. he want to do? He goes and says, "Schedule me a fist fight." So he finally gets to fight the guy that he wants to. That's like the best. Yeah. And he's like an old guy. Like th- this guy's name is Tank, and he's never like lost a fight. And he <laughs> he gets this fight scheduled with him, and he like kicks his ass. Like Clint Eastwood just. <laughs> punches the heck out of him and then something like triggers like i'm gonna kill this old man and he really takes a fall and i couldn't figure out like why he did it and i think the guy i think the guy that played tank he like knew like why did clint eastwood just take a fall but uh yeah it was it's an odd movie i i i would like to at some point revisit it it's been so long yeah, I just uh, decided to watch something that was. I, I like Clint Eastwood, and it showed up when you when you have like an Amazon TV. Like the first row is all your streaming services, and then mm-hmm. um, the next row is like the, all the sponsored stuff, and then yeah. the next row after that is like we know you've watched all this other crap. <laughs> you probably should check out. Any which way you but lose again. I was like, okay, yeah. I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. I remember my dad loving it. Cause it has a lot of country western singers in it too. It's a country western guy, so. Oh, that's cool. So, um, you know what we uh, showed the kids the other day, uh, Saturday, Saturday night. We watched Flash Gordon. Oh God, I love that movie. <laughs> I lo- I I do too. I like I, I bought it a while back and hadn't wa- rewatched it since I bought it. So I'm like, okay, let's, let's let's sit down. We're gonna watch this. And 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 they watched the whole thing. And then afterwards, I'm like, guys, what did, what did you think, Allie? What what do you give it between a one and a ten? She says one. They didn't like I it go, at all. Every, every, you know, everything doesn't have to be either a 10, because this is what usually happens. If they like it, it's a 10. If they don't like it, it's a 1. Like, yeah. There's, like, I go, it does, everything doesn't have to be a 10 or a 1. You, you know, you, you can have a range, and it, she's like, it's a 1. If you, if you could tell me there's a 0, I would give it a 0. I'm like, <laughs> okay, then. I'm like, Zach, what do you give it? He said a 6. <laughs> I would, I, I, I could see that, like, it, it, it. I think it's a, a movie of its time, like for sure. Yeah, I I think so too. But it's really yesterday, done well because it's so campy. Like it's it, oh, it's, it's like so Bat, Batman sixty six, but like it's so campy. 
it's so but, well done. Like it's like they have good actors. They do a competent job. The special effects are decent enough, like for the time period. For that time, yeah. Yeah. And, and you could tell it was a lot. I mean, honestly, it's it's good for for the time, and I'm sure what the budget was. You know, it's it's off the heels of you know Star Wars was a few years before. You can tell it doesn't have the production yeah. value or the money that that George Lucas probably put in. It's like a guy named Sam Jones. Yeah, Sam Jones. Yeah, yeah. he came he came here to the Comic Con uh, quite a few years ago. Um, Princess Adon, Ad- what's her name? Um, Ming's daughter. Yeah, God, she's beautiful in that. Oh my God! Like, oh, geez. I remember when I first even watching this movie. Like, uh, you know, I was like 10 years old or something watching it on cable, and I was like, oh, my God. Uh, she's um, gorgeous. I saw yeah. this at the theater. Yeah. And I I was comparing it to Star Wars at the time, so I did think it, I did think it was cheesy, but it was something like, I don't know what's a good word for it, but like heart. I don't know. It had a lot of heart, the movie. I I, I just... You know, it has Timothy Dalton playing that guy, like the Robin Hood guy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Timothy Dalton. Oh, and um, Ming. Max Van Shadow was Ming. He's so good. Like he's. You 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 could not get a better Ming (laughs) to play Ming. Like he he's perfect. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 you know what's funny is like yesterday. So you know we're. We were go- oh, we watched it. Sorry, we watched it on Friday night. And on yesterday, we we're driving somewhere. I'm like, uh, so, uh, so guys, you know, now that it's the next day, you got any more thoughts about Flash Gordon? Do you, do you have the same ratings? And they both agreed that they had the same ratings as before. But then all of a sudden, Allie says, she goes, you know, even though I didn't like it, I think I want to watch it again. Well, did they did, <laughs> did they at least like the song Flash? Uh... <laughs> I, I I don't know if they liked it or if they were getting annoyed that me and Stacy just kept singing it during and after the movie. <laughs> yeah, savior of the universe. <laughs> well, you, I I bought the uh, soundtrack as uh, an eight track. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> Flash. That's how old it was. <laughs> <laughs> playing on my eight track player. Oh, I'm glad we watched it though because, and it's funny because, like Ali, she's like, I, I, I didn't like it, but she's like, I think I want to watch it again. I'm like, because it's entertaining. It is yeah. entertaining. <laughs> you got the hawk people, uh, and then, and then, uh, the one, the one scene I really like is when they're at Prince Baron's like with forest. The with the stump, yeah, yeah with the tree monster. Course. Because I always tell Barb, every time you tell me to get something out of your purse, that's what I feel that's what I feel like I'm sticking my hand into that tree stump and she laughs. <laughs> you're, you're you're playing with your life when you do that. Yeah, I, I can't find shit in that thing, man. I, I get so lost in it, it's got so many contraptions, I, I think that that monster's just gonna bite my hand off. Mike, that's hilarious. (laughs) I think, if you don't mind, I think I'm going to tell that to Stacey. (laughs) Well, she'll tell me. Go. It's in the. It's in the purse, and I'm like terrified to stick my hand in there. 
Yeah, it was, and I never uh, find it either. I, I never, <laughs> no, neither do I. And then and give it to me. And I get I, I get it. so lost in there. Like it, it I can't takes, takes whatever it is out in two seconds. Like I don't know. I don't know <laughs> it's so odd. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. But I'm I I just I'm like we I I just have to I have to show them this movie. I don't I don't care if they're gonna like it or not. They yeah. just have to watch it at least one time. Professor Zarkov and yeah, Topol, the fiddler. He has, on the the, he has that. Th- he was a football player, so they use that when he gets there. Yeah, and he has yeah. that like gold ball. He's like, <laughs> go, Flash, go. cheerleader <laughs> <laughs> Dale Arden. <laughs> oh, I gotta watch the special features. They have a um, a special feature on that on that Blu-ray, um, and I don't know exactly. Uh, how long it is or anything could be five minutes for all I know, but it's Alex Ross talking about like um, the importance of Flash Gordon and, and the creator. I think it was, what was his name? Crandall or something like that, you know, from the comic strips. Yeah. But it's Alex Ross actually talking about it. So I'm like, Oh, I'm going to have to check that out. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to get to some, some books? Sure. All right. <clears throat> you want me to go first? Or do you want to go? Uh, I got three, so why don't I go? I've got three too. Go ahead. All right. I uh, I finally bought Team America. I I always thought I had this, but I guess I didn't. And me and Bill started talking about it on Geek Brunch, and uh, it was around the time their books were sixty cents. So this was the time when I was buying stuff at the comic store and so well some was off the rack and some was at the comic store because this is around the time wolverine and hercules miniseries came out mm-hmm. and i was i bought those off the rack but i that's when i discovered um don's paperback book exchange and uh my brother and i when a new title would come out we divvy them up. Like my brother would shoot. I I found out that my brother picked Team America and I picked Arion or something. I don't remember what the. Maybe it was Camelot 3000. Mm-hmm. I you know we we break up new titles and he like he got GI Joe. I never got GI Joe. I he got Team America. I guess I thought I had him, but I didn't. I just read his. Yeah. And, and then I I decided I wanted to read it because Jim Shooter wrote it. And it had Mike Vosberg's art. And I was like, it's such an unusual concept about a bunch of, it was made for toys, ideal. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I don't have an issue of Team America, but I have the first appearance from Captain America. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. Um, yeah, their first appearances in Captain America. There were, there's a toy company named Ideal. And mm-hmm. I think Ideal is the ones that made the evil Knievel stunt cycle or the one that you could that sounds right so they they were marvel was contracted out to do what they did for rom and uh they created this book and it's by jim shooter and mike vosberg um the inkers vince coletta so you got you got some big names working on this first issue very interesting first issue as you have this mysterious guy in a black motorcycle outfit breaking into a government installation and looking up some some data 
and then break, you know, and then leaving. And uh, he's called the Marauder, and he he barely gets away. Well, you learn that the people he stole, that he broke into, the CIA office, the head of it, has links to Hydra. So he's like, "Hail Hydra!" And they were they're they're they have to steal like this new cycle that's going to be in the race. And um, the Marauder knows this information. So there's a bunch of guys. There's Red. Uh, I can't remember the other guy's name. Hondo. And uh, Lo, he's either called El Lobo or or um, Wolf. You know, hmm. Lobo is Spanish for Wolf. For Wolf, yeah. But um, he's he's Hispanic. Like he'll use that like cavron. You know, like he'll he'll use like Spanish words in here that are pretty funny. <laughs> but he doesn't look like he's Hispanic at all. He looks uh, like he's a white guy with sideburns. Um, the way he's drawn, but uh, they they all enter this contest, or they're told to enter this, this contest by the Marauder. Red comes from a really rich family, but he seems to be breaking away from his father. There's the Hondo seems to be like a double double O seven type agent that's like investigating something that is part of this team, and then Hondo is just awesome at at writing and he's very macho and arrogant and like his shit don't stink and he he's like the the best according to him you know like he's very high on himself and uh marauder brings them together and they they have to build these bikes to like enter this contest and like this happens in the next day they enter this contest they have no idea that hydra is involved but the guy that created this super super cycle it's like a relay race like where you handle hand hand off the baton but with motorcycles so it's like red has the first leg and then hondo gets it and then he hands it off to wolf who's the who's the last leg of the race and uh he looks like he's gonna lose but wolf Wolf is so arrogant that he, he he does a lot of tricks of his own just because he's a good driver to <laughs> beat technology. Like, you really can't beat this other bike, but he does beat it. So they arrive across the finish line, and they're supposed to capture the bike that wins, which is this new tech cycle and the guy who created it. But Hondo, I mean, uh, Wolf is there because he won. And, <laughs> and the, the Hydra agents are all like, they're all like, what do we do? I don't think that's the bike we want, but that's the guy who won. You know, like what, they're they're all confused. Like, what the hell do we do now? But uh, when when heads prevail, Hydra says, "Yeah, we realize the guy that lost is the guy bike we want." So they go after the bike, and then the three members of Team America end up saving the guy, and. Um, the mysterious marauder shows up and it makes it look like it's red. Like one of the journeys of team America is who is the marauder. Mm-hmm. And this issue makes it look like it's red, but uh, it's the only hint because they were just at the same place at the same time. But at this point you don't know. So it's, gotcha. it's still a mystery, but then they finally go to winner's circle and, and they get their trophy and they did keep the t- technology out of Hydra's hands. 
and uh yeah it was, it was it was a really fun issue it's pretty dense it took me about 30 minutes to read there was a lot of content in it That's wasn't a fun. lot of house ads because this was like for ideal oh. and uh there was a nice mile ad in the middle and you're like those are always fun to to look at <laughs> because you're like man i could have made some bank buying these <laughs> I do that all the time yeah. too. <laughs> Eight bucks for <laughs> number one, you know. Like... <laughs> Why? Why didn't I have any money back then? Yeah, it would have been some. nice. It would have been yeah. nice. But yeah, Team America was a a lot of fun, and I <clears throat> I just recently picked up the full run. But yeah, twelve twelve issues, is it? Yeah. Yeah. They have some other appearances. And I think I have them all, but uh, I'll get to them online because yeah, let's see what they were in New Mutants, believe it or not. <laughs> I don't even remember. Yeah, in five, six, and eight. Oh wow! And they were in the thing. You know the the yeah the Ben Grimm series when he went off to after Secret Wars. Yeah. In this space, and he, he, they were in 27 and 28. Hmm. And then, of course, the Captain America you mentioned is their first appearance, 269. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. I'm just looking at I wonder how that works, like, because I haven't read it yet, but I've got that thing, Omnibus. I wonder if the, they're allowed to put them in there if they're just not a big enough part of the story that it's okay that they can be in there or... Is there a thing omnibus? It came out a while ago, yeah. Is it underneath the... I can tell you right now if it's there. It's in our database. Oh, okay. It's based on the thing? like, Or is it his Fantastic Four stuff, too? It's the thing, uh, the, John, it, the thing John Byrne um, omnibus. Oh, but John Byrne didn't do those later issues. Mm. Okay, so maybe that's that's why. Yeah. So you probably have. Well, it says it does say here. I'm looking at it now. So it collects thing one through thirty six. I don't know how. Oh, so you do have that, it. That's the full that, run. That's the whole. That's well, full then run you out. do have it. But oh. but this could be like one of the ideal things that <laughs> the, the, the toy thing that they don't care about. Exactly. Like yeah. they still they still care about Rom, but that's Hasbro. Like. Yeah, and I don't even and, know. And Hasbro is, did is Hasbro even around anymore? You, Rom, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's so. still around. Rom. Okay. Well, well, Ideal isn't. No, that's what I mean. So if Ideal's not around, they might not be around. It, uh, you know. They yeah, and it, it all depends on what what they signed for. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like Micronauts is a mess. Yeah. Uh. Godzilla, I think, is really messed up, but they did print out the essential before before it uh, the, their license ran out because mm -hmm. Godzilla has like the Fantastic Four in it and Shield right. is almost yeah. in every issue. Yeah. So Transformers, they had issues, I think, initially, but I think IDW was able to put in Spider-Man in number eight. I think they were. Yeah, the only one that avoided all that by was GI Joe. Just totally was in a different world. They didn't try to incorporate it into. Yeah. 
the Marvel Universe. Which makes sense, honestly, with the type of story it was. You know, what are you going to do with a bunch of guys with guns and stuff when you have Thor to come and yeah. destroy Cobra? <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't have lasted very long, you know. No. Avengers to take <laughs> like, them out. What would they have to do? <laughs> now these superheroes, they could take care of it. <laughs> which, which, um, you know, makes me wonder, like, when is... Because I thought that I thought Image bought the rights to GI Joe. They did. No, no. Uh, um, Skybound. Skybound. Okay, so yeah, when Robert are they Kirkman. Something out? I I think it's coming in this next. Uh, maybe maybe in 2024 is what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah. I, I was surprised it wasn't a little bit more on the. Because they they the have. If he did Hasbro, they have like Micronauts, they have um, ROM, because ROM wasn't originally owned by them, but they acquired it somehow. Mm-hmm. ROM and GI Joe and Transformers. So they okay. they got they got quite the library of material. Yeah. Yeah, and, I'm looking um, forward to um, reprints, though, for sure. Like, if they reprint the material. I got most of the IDW hardcovers, but they didn't finish it. At least I don't right. think they did. No, so, I don't um, think they did either. I, I would have went with the trade paperbacks, because then I would have the whole, all the stories. Because I, I really, really got into G.I. Joe. Like, I, I never thought I would. But his plots are they're, they're so crazy. They're so fun. Like Larry Hama, like his mm-hmm. there there's so much like story going on in a GI Joe comic. Well, you know they hinted too at the I don't know if you read the end of um uh, the last GI Joe issue, but they had the, you know, just in the letters column in the back, you know, they just the editor just, you know, thanked everyone and and all of that and um and said that you know he doesn't know what is is next for you know he he's as excited as anyone to see what's next for GI Joe, but that he suspects that Larry Larry Hama has a better idea than he does of what's happening next, yeah. like hinting that Larry was still going to be involved. Mm-hmm. So that would be really cool if he was. Well, I think I think that Robert Kirkman as a a creator, like he respects what came before him. Mm-hmm. Like he he's a huge fan of image guys like oh yeah that's why he got he got where he was you know and they and then could he do... blew up and he they made him a partner so like he... <laughs> he's the only one right yeah. Art from no the... uh, Eric Stevenson is the other one oh okay yeah but you know like they could you know I mean they could easily do kind of what idw did here and there they continue on with the original story with larry hama and then they put out other stuff too that like different takes of gi joe yeah and um that's what got me into it is the non larry hama stuff because i was reading idw and um they they relaunched like cobra the series I, i don't know if you read any of those but they were freaking amazing i dipped my toe here and there in different ones but um they're they were very modernized story take, and then then that that's what got me into the Larry Hama stuff. Mm-hmm. Was I I'm very late to the GI Joe game, 
but uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a cool franchise. Yeah, very much. Very much. There's so. so much stuff now. It's it's tough, and I don't know if you noticed, but there is a big trend towards a, moving the comics up to a buck more. Yeah. Like they're yep. they're they're yep. like even that uh, what is it Night Terrors or mm-hmm. they're all 4.99. I I have noticed Mike that it's like I'm looking through these previous magazines and more and more it's like yeah there are still 3.99 books. But like you even even books, get to vaults so or any of the other ones they're they're yeah. starting to be like 4.99. Ima- images are starting to launch at 4.99. Yep. They're like it, it's getting expensive so it's like and, and not get, for any extra pages it's just that Right just it, exactly. Started. I was I was looking at that specifically to see if the page count. It's kind of hard when they say 32 because 32 used to mean 22 pages of story, 10 pages of ad. Yeah. But if it's truly 32, then you're getting a lot more because DC went to 20 pages of story, sometimes 22 pages of story for 3.99. So it just depends on what that night tears. I always count the pages when I do that just to see did I get my value? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really is. Um, I, but the I, reason the reason I say that, that is because the same thing. for the first time in months, I'm watching the total. Like, I didn't give a shit before. I would just get what I wanted, right? Right, yeah. I would just order it. And big deal. Whatever the cost is, the cost is. I'm going to get it. But now that I'm trying to stay under, it's it's harder, man. And uh, <laughs> I just added back all the Star Wars because I I missed them. Like I I, I just it was giving it was giving me the. It's like if you stopped X Men. Like I, I felt <laughs> I felt like I have this run of this thing and I just can't. I I broke it and it. I like it so much. It's not like it ever lost my favor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I. No, I I totally I I totally I was teasing you like, in our private chats and stuff, but I totally understand that it's it's like you know that you have that full run and now, you, it's like a, a nag in the back of your head that like I don't I don't. Yeah, I'd rather have it than than something new. Yeah. From Vault or from any of the other publishers, because yep. I don't know what I'm missing there. Yeah, and that, that's, that's not exactly it. You and, don't. and that's yeah. not a ongoing like theme. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's not building onto a history. It's a story. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I totally, I totally get it. So yeah, I gotta figure out this. This next order is gonna be tough. And the other thing I've I've discovered is I love Plastic Man. So <laughs> like I need these PSR books. Like I. I am getting I, the plastic. I, 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 I need I need to see this how it was printed. Like the thing I like about Plastic Man though too is like it's different than action comics and some of the others where you get other stories in them. Yeah. Like Plastic Man, you get Plastic Man stories. Like if it's like six stories, you get six stories. I like yeah, that. That was one I mean honestly the PSR is is the one that's not that it I'm going way over anything, but that's the one that's driving up the total to any extent because every it's 30, month it's like 39 bucks or whatever. Yeah, and, and yeah, they've it's got expensive. Plastic, and they got Blackhawk 
Now they're doing military comics. They got Black Magic. Yeah. I'm getting all of those, and it's like every month there's at least two of of the ones that I've been been getting. So, uh, you know, I don't want to stop. I want to. And get they ha- they have they just Watch. recently did uh, Captain Adam. I must have missed the Captain Adam, but that's that's okay. But I, like you said, what? But I, I I'm into the Charlton too. Yeah. So it's like. I decided with the Captain Adam though because I'm so close to having the Charlton action heroes. I've been working on it that I'm just gonna go for the the you know have the original. The, the actual comic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. All right, I guess I'll All right. I'll do uh, one of mine. Um, and this one also took about half an hour because it was pretty dense. A lot of twists and turns, so bear with me as I. Well, you've go been reading this. some Batman. Those have got to be dense. Those were. I'm. I'm done with that now. It was the full volume four of the Golden Age Omnibus. Yeah. I, I completed the whole the whole thing, and it, you, you know the only thing that, um, like the bat, like reading that issue, the issues of Batman that takes a long time, but it's four, it's four stories, but yeah, they're all a lot denser. Whereas, then they also show you the the batman story and detective and the batman story and world's finest so those go fast they're like 11 or 12 pages and then then you're on to the next issue yeah but like the batman ones obviously are all batman so it's like four stories that are you know all like 12 13 pages and they're all very dense but the one that i'm going to cover today is a, a little bit more recent although it's 1981 it's brave and the bold number 170 and it's batman and nemesis and um what number again number 170 and it's not by uh bob haney it's actually written by carrie briquet and it, but it is uh drawn by jim aparo ah. so i think up to this point nemesis had a like a um a little feature in the back of um brave and the bold where he was going through his own story well now this is all one big 25 page uh, story of the two of them um, meeting up and kind of um, completing the uh, nemesis storyline. <clears throat> and how it starts out is um, right on the steps of um, police headquarters. Uh, a guy is, is, is walking into the. He's starting to walk up the steps and um, sounds like he's gonna he's gonna confess to the police about something. Where a guy uh, interrupts him, shoots him uh, right in the head, and, and takes off. So that's how Batman gets involved. Um, he ends up meeting the uh, commissioner uh, at, at police headquarters, and this is now the third person that's been killed um, with a single bullet to the to the head. And um, Batman recognizes the pattern as being um, from a hitman uh, named Danny Krub. And uh, he's like, you know, he's like, I've got, um, I've got some ideas where this guy could be so it's like let me do some investigating and um you know also uh then the commissioner mentions as well um you know also that you know they got the the whole underworld world is going crazy the gangster underworld uh, um they're they've got this hit a uh, big hit on this guy called nemesis as well we don't know why or you know who he is but you know keep keep your eyes out for that so Sure enough, Batman stakes out where he thinks Krub is going to be, and and he ends up seeing him walk into uh, an apartment building, 
and he's like, all right, I'm going to, you know, chase after him. And he swings over across the street where he hears a, a, a gunshot. He's like, oh, no, I'm too late. And he uh, busts through the window, and there is Nemesis with uh, a pistol in his hand, and, and there's um, this guy just dead on the on the floor. And uh, Batman, Nemesis rather immediately reacts and he actually grabs like the old school telephone and throws it at Batman, hits him in the head and apologizes like, you know, I don't have time to explain. I know what, you know, what this looks like. Um, they start struggling and Batman tells them that he's, that they're wasting time um, sparring each other instead of going after the killer. Um, he's like, I know that you didn't do this. And that kind of surprises Nemesis. He's like, what are you talking about? And, He's like, I know this murder weapon. I know, you know, I saw the the hitman come in, and I know his mo. I know you didn't do it, and you don't have the right type of gun in your hand. Um, he's like, he, he's like, you know, I know your nemesis, and so they're like, okay, um, you know, now we're kind of back to square run, uh, one because they run outside, and of course, Danny Krub is nowhere to be found at this point. They wasted too much time. Um, so the police come and Nemesis says, you know, I, I got to get out of here. I got to go um, track down this this killer. And um, he has a paper where uh, actually it has a list of uh, five people on there. And now four of them are, are dead. And the fifth one um, is like, yeah, they're all messengers for the underworld and they're being killed um, one at a time. Uh, Nemesis says, you know, that uh, he's like, I'm basically, I'm, I'm after the the head of this, this um, group called the council. He's like, I've been after them for a while. And this is as close as I've been. These are all messengers for the council and they're all being killed off. To, so we can't get any closer to, to the, to the head. And uh, he's like, I got to go, you know, this myself. And, and Batman says, no, you know, I want to, you know, let's work together. And uh, he doesn't want to. Nemesis is like, I've done this so far by myself. And Batman finally convinces him because he's like, listen, I know who the hitman is. You don't know the hitman. Um, you don't, you know, you're going to have to try to figure this out on your own. So finally, um, Nemesis says, okay, you know, with, with the information we each have, yeah, let's let's go ahead and we'll we'll do that. So they get Nemesis's, uh, Nemesis's helicopter and um batman directs him he's like okay i think i know where where krupp is is going to be next and nemesis has those cool like masks and stuff where he's always changing costumes and everything so puts on a, a special mask because nobody but batman now knows what he really looks like and he didn't have time uh, prior to this to, to put one on so they go on another stakeout and Again, Batman's cracked and he sees Crab and um, he swings down. First, it looks like he just to capture him, but he's actually saving his life because somebody he sees a glint from across the street in a window and knocks him down just as Crab um, would have been killed. So they're even somebody's even killing the hitman to to keep anyone from getting close to the head. <clears throat> so. Uh, while Batman does that, Nemesis jumps on a on a car that comes speeding by, start starts uh, shooting um, bullets from machine gun, and um, Batman is is shielding Crab with his with his body, 
And then when uh, Nemesis gets on top of the car, they start trying to shoot at um, Nemesis. He's got nothing to hold on to. He's on the roof of the car. Um, in the meantime, another uh, shot rings out, and it's from a sniper that was stationed up on top of a rooftop. Batman didn't notice, and it shoots Krebb right, right in the heart, right over Batman's shoulder. So um, he's like, well, that you know, we're back to square one there. In the meantime, Nemesis gets um, knocked off of the car, and um, they uh, they have no more they have no more leads. So uh, they go back to the Batcave. Uh, of course, Nemesis is blindfolded because Batman doesn't want him to know where it is, and uh, Nemesis basically just gives him the the background on how. <clears throat> Nemesis, uh, some of this uh, started because this guy called Ben Marshall was um, the director of one of the biggest law enforcement agencies in the nation, and uh, and he was he was murdered by this council, and he uh, he he's he's looking to get revenge. It turns out um, Batman was very familiar with Ben Marshall and. Actually, he was instrumental in getting um, the Gotham Police uh, Force to recognize Batman um, for his crime uh, fighting activities and to cooperate with with um, Batman back in the day. And uh, now Nemesis doesn't share this, but it turns out that it was Nemesis's own brother who had been brainwashed by um, an ex-Nazi scientist um, for the council to kill Ben Marshall. And that's why it's so personal to Nemesis because um, his, br- his brother had been used and then, and then died um, being, you know, brainwashed uh, pawn basically. So uh, he doesn't share the portion of the, of the assassin being his brother, but he does share that there was somebody that was used as a pawn. And um, he's like, this might be the only, um, this might be the only lead we have is Dr. Von um, Riebling. Um, if we can somehow get him out of hiding somehow, uh, maybe we'll have uh, another way to get to the head. So um, Batman does some investigation and he sees that um, Riebling had um, a brother who served in the Gestapo and um, uh, Nemesis agrees to impersonate him, although very little is known about him. Um, they go to a Batman, <laughs> Batman as Bruce Wayne um, sets up, which would be very unsavory these days, uh, especially. But even back then, it, 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 like Bruce Wayne says, it's kind of making his skin crawl. Um, he sets up an auction of World War II memo- uh, memorabilia. It's got like these Nazi flags and stuff like that. And it's got this guy named Crispin there that uh, likes um, uh, to to buy this type of stuff at auction. Um, Bruce Wayne knows that Crispin is a Nazi sympathizer. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, now that you look at it from today's perspective, like, there, there yeah. was an image comic that did that recently, Flamingo, the Black Flamingo oh, or something. Black, like. Yeah, I didn't yeah. read that one. Yeah, that one had a he, – he had gotten into a, a similar situation – where there oh, was really? like a, a mystery with a Nazi sympathizer. Yeah, but yeah. like for Bruce to actually hold an auction is, 
you know, pretty unsavory. Yeah, that's. <laughs> but but they use it for this reason because, um. Nemesis shows up looking all old and stuff. He's got you know, think of like German, you know, the German elite. He's got the monocle and everything else, and. Uh, and so he stands next to this Crispin and he starts bidding on like German iron cross medals and stuff like that. They, he actually, he also put an, um, uh, Gestapo tattoo on his, on his wrist. Uh, and that's what he uses to, you know, he raises his arm to bid and, and sure enough, Crispin like catches it out of the corner of his eye and says, you know, I would like to, you know, oh, can, may I speak to you for a moment and stuff. And he says, no, no, I'm in a hurry. And, and he, and he leaves, but, um, Crispin follows him and Batman's watching, watching out and, and Crispin, um, ends up, you know, take, uh, you know, uh, n- knocking on, on, on Nemesis's, uh, fake apartment and says, you know, you don't have to fear us. It's like, you know, we're, he's like, you know, I, I could, I noticed your Gestapo tattoo. And he's like, my father was, was a war criminal. And he was, you know, I promised him that I would aid any Nazi fu- fugitives and, so Nemesis really lays it on thick saying that, you know, he can't believe after all these years of hiding that, you know, um, that, you know, he's got some help and stuff. And he says, Oh, if only my brother would have survived. Right. And he's like really laying it on. And, um, so Crispin says, you know what, I might have some good, good news for you, but you know, first, you know, I might, I must check on something. We'll be back to, um, maybe with good news and certainly with credentials so you can start a new life. So, um, they say, okay, this has worked. This worked um, very well. And Crispin comes back and he says, you know, I, uh, your your brother is still alive. Um, he's like, let me uh, take you to this um, medical center and, and and we will introduce you. So uh, Batman again is tailing him through the rooftops and um, they go inside. Uh, Crispin and, and Nemesis dressed as, as Von Riebling's brother go in and and he he pretends to be overjoyed, saying, "Oh, Otto, is it really you?" And he's like, "Yes, I'm Otto, but you're not my brother." And it turns out his brother was missing the um, the third finger of his left hand. So uh, they say, "Grab the imposter!" And um, so they start fighting. Uh, Crispin and, and and Nemesis start fighting. Although Chris, Crispin's an older, uh, pudgy guy, so he is. There's no way that he can hold off Nemesis. Now, um, Dr. Van Riebling goes to destroy his um, laboratory that includes this brainwashing um, apparatus. And uh, they manage, and then he, he runs out, and uh, Nemesis and, and Batman manage to get out just in time. <clears throat> and uh, they feel like they're, again, back to square one. This seems to keep on happening. Um, but we transitioned of uh, Von Riebling talking to this mysterious head. And um, he's like, you know what? He's like, too many people are after us, the head says. And we, we, we're going to have to draw them in and do away with Nemesis um, because he, he just keeps getting too close now. Um, he's like, uh, he's a capture um, of that Ben Arnold and uh, we'll, we'll try to draw Nemesis out. So, that's exactly what they do. They uh, abduct the widow of Ben Marshall, and they put flyers all through the underworld to make sure that um, Nemesis sees that um, that they have the widow, and they they say you know they have to sur- that Nemesis has to surrender to the head, or he'll 
Hook killed this this woman. So obviously it's a trap, but it's it's obvious just as obvious that they would go through and, and kill the woman. So Nemesis goes and um turns himself in to um the council and in the meantime Batman is tailing in a silent um in Nemesis a silent um helicopter overhead. Um finally Nemesis comes face to face with the head and they call him the head because he's literally a man in an iron lung and he um he can't move, he can't do anything, he's just his head sticks out of course. And he is uh, Ben Marshall actually wounded him and put him in that condition. Um, but you know he points out that he's still the head of the council and he has he's grown many arms and legs outside of his of his own body to carry out his tasks. So it's like you know we're going to do away with you now. And uh, Batman uh, sneaks in and he notices that this entire place is 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 trapped, but. Uh, alarms by the dozen, he says. So he's, you know, methodically going through and and deactivating each trap, knowing that he has to be fairly quick um, to make sure that Nemesis as well as uh, Mrs. Marshall stay alive, but can't be too quick because he can't alert them that they're there. There's trap doors that he has to um, uh, bypass. There are um, doors that have um, explosions if you open them up without being careful. There are like electric eye beams that will alert people. So he's going through everything. He finally makes it to the basement and he sees that Miss, Mrs. Marshall is okay, but sedated in, in a prison cell underneath. Now it's the head's idea. He's not going to kill um, uh, Nemesis. He's going to brainwash him instead and indoctrinate him into the program. So they do that and they get it all set up. And he has a, a like a bodyguard, a big tough bodyguard named Brewster there. And um, von Riebler, uh, von Riebling says, "Okay, he's all set. We're all ready to go. Uh, we just need to throw the switch, and, and and he will be brainwashed." And so the head says, "Okay, th- thank you very much, Brewster. You know what to do." And he turns. Brewster turns and kills von Riebling um, because he's no longer useful and. Um, that was an easy way to get to the head. So he again, he's he's getting rid of anyone that's not necessary. Um, <clears throat> however, uh, just as they're going to get the process started, um, Nemesis breaks out of the brainwashing apparatus. Um, he thinks to himself, yeah, they took all his weapons, but he had concealed a razor knife under a false patch of skin in his forearm. So he um, knocks out Brewster from behind. Now it's just him in the head. And he's like, okay, we're going to end this once and for all. He grabs the, um, the breathing tube that's connected to the iron lung and he makes like he's going to actually cut it. And um, that's when Batman bursts in. He said, no, you can't do this. You know, you you can't kill him. He's like, we got to send him, you know, send him to prison. And uh, he's like, listen, He's like, you don't understand it. You know, my brother was was responsible for Ben Marshall's death because of um, the head. So it, it, this man needs to die. Uh, Marjorie, Mrs. Marshall, comes bursting in and says, you know better to, than, than to do that. And he's like, you know, my husband always wanted to see law upheld. Don't do it. And persuades or uh, tries to beg Batman to stop him. He said, no, it's up to Nemesis. If, uh, I'm not going to make the decision for him. And he, of course, he's standing there thinking, and finally he drops the he drops the razor. 
And Batman, you know, says, you know, I knew you'd make the right choice. Now, it turns out Von Riebling is not 100% dead. He's he's lying on the floor, and he's like, if you're not going to kill this monster, then I will. He grabs the knife, and with his last effort, he cuts he cuts the air tube. And so the head dies, and Von Riebling just collapses, and he dies. And um, and then that's that's the end. So I believe, um, actually, I thought, I assumed that that was going to be the end of the Nemesis stories, but it actually says next uh, in Batman, Joe would be very excited because he teams up with with Scalp Hunter. And um, then it says plus Nemesis in Las Vegas. So I guess they continue um, doing more stories with Nemesis, even though this large story arc has, has completed. Yeah, he's like their James Bond. Yeah. But yeah. very similar to Unknown Soldier and Human Target. Very similar, yes. I yeah. actually was starting to get a, a bit confused. Like, I have to remind myself, this is not the Human Target. This is Nemesis. Well, Human Target has very, a lot. very, similar. He's had a lot more success than this guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Because yeah. he's had two TV shows, one with Rick Springfield and oh, I forgot one, one, the one on Fox. <clears throat> yeah. And did you um did you finish reading the Human Target Tom King story? Not yet. Oh, it's good, Mike. I'm looking forward to it because early on I I didn't like get Tom King, but now that I I know how to read him, so my brain yeah. could uh, yeah digest it. You are I, right. You have to have I, that. Kind I of I life. I don't want to read his stuff month to month. I want to mm. read it in a sitting, you know. Yeah, this was one I was actually able to follow very well, even month to month, where some of the other ones, I felt like I kind of would lose the storyline and have to, like, reacclimate myself. Yeah. This one I, I stayed on top of, although, like, if they come out with a collection, I'll I'll definitely get the collection, too, because I'd love to read it all back to back. Um, it's It was it was a really fantastic. Well, he's a great character. Like, he... Yeah. The difference is, is Nemesis is more like your James Bond, like he's CIA or whatever operative for the government. Uh, um, Human Target is more like his own boss, and oh, then yeah. he, he he gets hired by people to imitate to them that are yeah. that are gonna get killed. So yeah. the the shtick is different, but the Human Target one is way more interesting. Because he has yeah. to put himself into that predicament, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I, I yeah. totally agree with you. It, it was it was so well done, and I mean, I I know you've read some of it, right? Haven't you and Kyle read some of it, or no? Not yet. Oh, okay. Then I won't. Yeah. I mean, you know that JLI is. Yeah, I know that they're in there. Yeah. yeah. Like just the whole relationship. Fire and ice, and yeah. It's really like ice is a major role in it. As you know, like kind of like his confidant, and it's really, really, it's really, really well done. Yeah, you'll, I'm you'll looking really forward to it. it. Yeah, well, I really liked his uh, Strange Adventures. I thought that was mm, me too. Yeah, pre- pretty amazing. That I, and I, uh, I, I don't like how I don't Rorschach like what he. Were both good. Rorschach was amazing too. Uh, Rorschach, I the only thing with Strange Adventures that I didn't like is. The idea that he kind of put that Adam Strange is really not a hero. That's the only, <laughs> yeah. that's the only part that I didn't like. Yeah. Other than that, I thought like the story was like just top notch. It was very good. Yeah, it was I very good. I did buy the collections of that when they offered them. 
both of those. Yeah. Or Shaq and uh, Adam Strange. They're good. I I, I just barely finished uh, over the break because I had my iPad. Um, I started reading Moon Knight, the mm. Jeff Lemire, and then came, went into the Max Bemis. Those, the, the, Lemire's Moon Knight was just phenomenal. Like, I, I, I liked it so much. Like, how he had the three personalities and the whole conflict of... It, it seems like they took a lot of Lemire's stuff into the TV show. Yeah. But I, I like the comic way more than the TV show. Mm-hmm. And then the... Uh, <clears throat> I, I read uh, Batman Catwoman, which... which oh, I, yeah, that was good. I thought really worked really well because of the relationship that Selena had with Helena. Yeah. Um, that was... That was just amazing. And the ongoing relationship that was hidden that she had with the Joker. (laughs) And the, and the penguin for that matter, you know, like there was under Bruce's, like she never, ever told him like all the truth. No. So there were still, and I'm sure there's a lot of secrets Bruce had on her, even though they were married. I, it, it, it's such like a odd Elseworld story, but it was really well told. I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah, it was very good. Yeah. So the next book I had, I picked up at a a dollar bin about a year ago, I think, at the flea market, and uh, I was happy to get it because I liked the creator and he 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 writes it and he drew it, but I mostly know him for his art. It's Kyle Hotz, mm. and if you don't know Kyle Hotz. You may know Kelly Jones, but he, yep. he has a style mimicking Kelly Jones. Oh, okay. Um, it, it's very he, he does a lot of horror books. Like you'll see him on covers of Ghost Rider, and you'll you'll see him do like a lot of horror type themed hero stuff. Um, the Goon. You'll see you'll see him in all kinds of crazy stuff. But Kyle Hotz is is pretty dark. Uh, this is black and white. It's from Sirius Comics. Um, you might know one of the comics that came out of Sirius. It's Cry for Dawn. Oh, Listener. yeah. Yeah. Well, this was a, a mini series, and it's a post-apocalyptic series. There's there's something I read recently, an image that was very similar to this. but This one has got like a, two cities right next to each other. Oh, it's Ancient Enemies that I've read by Dan DiDio that was similar oh, okay. to this. Did you read that? The Frank no, Miller? No, I did not. It's really good. Really, really good world building um, about two cities and aliens and like a, a war that has lasted forever. But uh, this is a post-apocalyptic thing with two cities. One's called heaven. One's called hell. Um, you probably want, don't want to be in hell, but heaven <laughs> has really restrict rules like you can't what's really the, what's the title what did it what did what mosaic m-o-s-a-i-c yeah mosaic with uh with, with john stewart uh yeah that was a good green lantern <laughs> series i really wish they had that on the app because i would have picked it for the show a couple times but uh <laughs> Rather than dig it out of my boxes, but oh, okay. I, I, I see mosaic. Yeah, these the, the cover is pretty cool. Yeah, matter of fact, there's even a pull quote from Kelly jo- Kelly Jones in here. And you know Kelly Jones from Batman. Yep. He was doing it. But these got their styles are 
God, they're so similar. They're... His pull quote says, With Mosaic, Young Turk Kyle Hotz brings out the colors of the dark in his black and white tour de force. An instant classic if there ever was one. Mm. Um, it is beautiful. And he, he does draw like beautiful women. Um, and the crazy looking villains, because they're, they're, they're drawn like the gimp from uh, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> they have like the sexual masks and stuff like that in hell. But um, he gets hired like to go rescue a little girl. And um, he has to infiltrate this this facility, and they have these guards that are dressed like gimps all along the way. He has a chainsaw like for an arm, or it's that attached to his arm, and then lots of pouches and weapons. And he goes in there and just like blasts his way through this. Uh, the art is pretty awesomely rendered. He's got a cool motorcycle. He gets in this underground um, cavern and just starts killing these guards throughout the the whole uh the whole book he runs into a beautiful woman there she's all drugged up matter of fact she's looks like she's on heroin because she's carrying a tray of of um injectors and something Mm -hmm. and um she leads him to like where this guy is called toy toy is the guy that captured the little girl there, there might be some things in there that are, you, you don't see it in the book, but it's like, why does this guy capturing little kids? Like, it doesn't say, but um, it does. He does go into um, to to cap have the fight with Toy. Toy is more like a, uh, he looks like a crazy man, with that that's bald, but he has like hair grow almost like the creeper <laughs> he looks sort of like the cre- <laughs> he looks sort of like the creeper but he's like a religious guy that has all these followers and all these guards and they follow his every whim and um he uh has them all mesmerized like a cult well he he gets in there he he sort of kills toy rescues the little girl and it what it turns out is that the little girl didn't want to be rescued. Like, she she wanted to, like, I don't think she was ever kidnapped. It's almost mm-hmm. like you go into a cult. She yeah, didn't want to leave the, leave. she didn't want to leave the cult. But the rich father that lives in heaven, he, he basically had to finish the job. And he told the father, if I, if, if I find out there's any reason that your daughter really wants to leave your ass, and, and it's, it's because of the way you are. I'm coming back for you. You know, like he, he'll he come back and kill him. And then it introduces another villain in the book. But you don't really get much depth of that new villain. But it might be like the guy who fights Mosaic. But it was really cool. And if you like Kyle Hotz or Kelly Jones artwork, it's, it was pretty amazing. Mm. I don't have too much from Sir, the publisher Sirius. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it looks stuff. interesting for sure. Yeah, it was really good for a buck. And one thing that was nice with this one at the flea market is I was able to get the whole series. So. Oh, I was going to ask you. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Five issues? Yeah. Nice. 
was way better than I thought it would be. I didn't know how he would be as a writer, but it was it was really good. <laughs> well, my next one, as I know, titled it, uh, you're responsible for, you and Bill, for me picking it back up a year or so ago is Savage Dragon. Oh, I love that. So a while back, I was at also at the flea market, maybe last year or something, and just randomly they had dollar comics as well, and they had a couple of Savage Dragon, so I grabbed this one. Um, it's Savage Dragon number 81, so I just randomly uh, picked this one up and, and read it this morning, um, obviously by Eric Larson. Um, so it kind of, uh, and again, I'm just being thrown into this, but he, he actually gives you like a whole background of what's at least generally what's going on and that uh i guess previously uh so dragon um killed some time traveling villain in a fight uh and he was trying to in order to save um, people and as a result it had some sort of crazy domino effect and it transformed and changed like all history and how the earth actually is i love that cover it's very commandy esque isn't it yeah, like yeah, so, some out of Commandy. It's just whale-like monster creature. Yeah, yeah. a whale-like so, creature with arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's trying to swim away. Um, so Dragon wakes up and now he's on he's 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 on land or at least he's he's able to breathe. He's in air, whereas uh, last thing he remembered he was drowning. Um, so he looks around and he's in some sort of like uh habitat underwater um and he can see out and it's just like the out in, in the ocean or, or or something and he's not um sure exactly what's going on um he sees all these people all these like uh creatures swimming by uh these like humanoid fish creatures swimming by and he thinks to himself like like he's in a zoo or something and um this a strange uh, guy all in this suit of armor comes and, um, you know, he says, oh, you're awake and you speak English. And uh, apparently this is some Atlantean that's in this um, armor. And he uh, he's actually saved saved his life and put him in this habitat. There's all these people, regular people all in this habitat as well. And, um, you know, he, he Dragon wants to leave. And... Uh, they they say that's not possible. You're you know you're going to stay here for the rest of your rest of your days. Um, so a, a fight ensues and he starts um, beating up the the guy, um, and uh, pretty successfully. And uh, he says, okay, guys. And he goes to the rest of the people. He's like, you know, let's 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 get these uh, the suit of armor off of these um, underwater dudes and. Uh, you know, we can we can escape all these all these uh, regular people. They're like, no, we don't want to escape. There aren't any wars down here. We're we're safe. Or you know, we don't have to scrounge for food. Food's given to us. And so he's like, wow. He's like, I can't believe that. But suddenly a wall comes down. And, um, and um, gas starts starts trying to be called, but he can't, and he and he's knocked out. So uh, what happens? Next is he comes to and he's wearing a air breathing um, a mask, 
and he's been brought to the king of the Atlanteans. And um, again, he says that he wants to, you know, he wants to leave. And they said, no, there's, you know, we, we, we're not letting you go. Um, We don't want anyone to know that we're flourishing down here. The world above is, is in turmoil and, and we're, you know, we have peace down here. And even though he keeps saying that he's not going to, let, you know, he's like, "Who am I going to tell?" He's like, "I don't, I don't have any interest in, in what's going on down here. I'm not going to tell anyone. They, you know, they won't, they won't let him, won't let him leave." And they're like, "No, you're going to be here for, for good." And, and suddenly, uh, somebody uh, uh, says, "You know, I know who this is." And Dragon turns and looks, and it's Mako. And um, he's like, um. He's like, uh, make us like dragons. He'll never stop trying to escape. You're going to have to find a way, um, you know, to, to keep him down here. And, um, so the King says, okay, we're going to put him to hard labor. That's going to use up his energy for, for the hard benefit rather than for him to try to find ways to escape. So that's what we transition to that. He's doing, um, hard labor, uh, breaking, breaking rocks and they're, they're making tunnels. Um, and apparently they've been expanding and they make all these tunnels all over the place. Um, and some of the other people on this chain gang, if, if you will, um, say, you know, the tunnels have gotten more and more unstable because they're actually networking throughout all of earth. And it's actually, you know, causing problems uh, for the land above. Uh, and um, some of the other, other uh, uh, fish creatures. One looks like a pink fish, almost like a piranha face, and the other one looks like an alligator. And um, they uh, they want to escape, and they try to use like hypnosis to get Dragon to to do something, and, and it doesn't work on them. So him and the tro- crocodile creatures start fighting, and they start really, really going at it um, to the point where. Um, like they're busting each other into into rocks and stuff, and then boom, this huge explosion, and these lava men apparently had been trapped down there, and they now they're free. So now they start attacking all the Atlanteans and all the fish creatures. <clears throat> so in the meantime, Dragon's like, well, like I I can escape now because they they're shooting these like lava bolts all over the place, and it's kind of got him um, unchained from the rest of the group. So um, he starts he starts taking off where suddenly the king comes back and he blows like one of those like horns like the same type of thing that you'd see Namor do and sure enough that huge huge whale like weird creature with the arms from the cover appears and is doing the bidding of the king. Um, so dragon's like I got to get out of here as fast as I can so he's swimming away as as fast as he possibly can and who comes swimming right at him but Mako but he dodges out of the way and Mako just keeps swimming and he's like oh he's like I gotta keep going because he's gonna turn around after me but he keeps swimming right to the king and he actually bites the king's head off um and he's like oh my god what the hell's going on and um lava creatures uh do away with (laughs) the rest of the king's corpse and Mako turns and, and looks at Dragon and um, starts swimming after Dragon. But that big, huge monster comes swimming after Mako. So they start fighting each other. Dragon turns around and suddenly he sees that they're just, they're just gone. Um, 
he ends up uh, getting out of the water, uh, Dragon does, and he climbs up um, this rocky, rocky hill and collapses in a heap, uh, just knocked out. It transitions quickly to Mako coming up on land, so apparently he managed to get away from that creature or defeated him. And he starts talking, saying, oh, I lost him. Dragon got away. And you see that he's talking to Dart. And um, he's like, Dragon uh, managed to get away from Atlantis. He, he got lost in the confusion, but I took out the king and the world is saved. Um, but I'm sure that Dragon got to the surface. And um, Dart says, it's okay. It's okay. At least he's safe and alive somewhere out there. He's like, I know you did the best um, that you could. So what is going on? Like, so it sounds like Mako actually wanted to ensure that Dragon got to the surface. So I'm sure this has something to do with this like alt reality we're at, we're in right now. Um, but uh, he he actually was was wanting to make sure, and it seems like Dart thinks that it's important that Dragon actually escaped and is alive. So uh, that's how these how how the issue ended. But yeah, that was just. This is pretty cool. Unfortunately, my next issue that I own is like issue 85, so I have no idea where this, yeah. <laughs> what happens next. Are you reading and the current? The current? I've got nothing until like 150. So. <laughs> Are you reading the current series? I, I'm I'm read. I've been again because of you know you and and Bill just you, you guys you know would, would be yeah. talking a lot. Um, I finally decided to start picking it up. Oh, did you God. did you read the latest Mako one or the one that Mako was? I think so because I started buying it. It's at not really Ma- it's not really Mako, but he was at the beach and Savage Dragon yeah. was at the yep. beach with yeah, yeah, yeah. with his girlfriend, yeah. the one that's yeah. always wanting sex, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and uh, the kids were at the beach. The you know all three of them. Yes. Yeah. 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 I I read that one and yeah I've been reading all along from two fifty up so I think that was like. I'm looking now, like maybe 263. Yeah, there's there's one after that one. I just yeah. haven't read the latest yet. Yep. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm 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 caught up on it now. Um, yeah. I've, I've been getting them as as they come for the past um, 15 issues or so. So yeah. So you got you saw the whole COVID thing, right? Yeah. Where where his blood was the supposedly the cure for COVID. Yeah. But it ended up backfired. killing. It backfired the whole hospital. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. crazy. And you know what? I just I bought um, I was uh, you know I usually just get cover. I got cover A from the one store, and then I was at Queen City and I was just picking up my normal X Men stuff and I saw a Gary Frank cover. <laughs> yeah, that's weird, I, huh? I Gary Frank too. decided to do a cover. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, only it's actually a cover. really it's a, actually a really good cover. Yeah, but if they yeah. if I see another cover that's just a different artist or whatever, I'll. I'll pick that up yeah. too, sure yeah so that was pretty interesting yeah it looks i don't know what the next cover is but it looks like somebody else is doing a c cover also scott james i don't know who that yeah. is but i can't see what the cover looks like either but 266 is going to have a c cover out to look out for yeah, eric is one of my favorites like uh, i love him even when I wasn't buying, I just I. I well, well I mean, you you were getting about. Spider-Man when he was driving, drawing. Oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Because he he followed McFarlane. Yeah, he. But followed um, I as much as I loved McFarlane, like McFarlane's art is amazing. One thing I liked about Eric's is his 
dynamic layouts. Mm -hmm. Like when he draws an action scene, it is like a really good action scene. Like it's I, like what Kirby would have done back in yeah, the day. Yeah, yeah, that's what I yeah. like about him. So, yeah. so much is like. And I have, I just have so much respect for him that like he's like I'm leaving Marvel, just like everyone else did. I'm leaving Marvel. I want to do my own my own thing. And he's stuck and with it. And that's exactly though. what he did. It's very. And it's, it's thirty years later, and that's still what he's doing. Yeah, and Todd McFarlane's the same, but he has other people do his book. That's the right. other. Yeah, like, him and Todd he, are the only two that have stuck with it, but. Eric but Todd wasn't so always on the book. It, like, he was scripting it, but that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and very seldom does he draw. Exactly. Um, he draws covers, but he doesn't, like, draw the interiors. Right. And he, he kind of left Spawn early on because Capullo came on oh, really very early. early on. Yeah. Yeah. Where, like, you could t – I mean, Eric doesn't – he doesn't need to have to keep doing this. You, no, he, he must didn't need to. honestly love this. Well, you know. Yeah, I think he does. And the, the other thing that you'll notice that he does a lot is he likes to experiment with weird stuff like colors like and that, all kinds of stuff. I love how he does it. The issue was like so hot because of the, um, you know, oh, the, the style unusual. Yeah, he did like every like he did like knockoffs of the peanuts and yeah. Farside and everything. Like it was pretty cool. Exactly. It's so cool that like he did that and you know, just to, as an experiment, just to do something that's fun. Yeah. And why not? You know, it's your own book. You've got total control. You know, do things that keep your keep yourself interested in 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 making this these stories. You know. It's, yeah, it's, it's I, I really like cool. him a lot. Yeah, I totally agree. So, so my my last book, I just just arrived this week. Um, I've been going through these things on Twitter where I show a creeper up issue and you give me hell because the creeper's yeah, it's not, not on the cover. It's debatable whether they're creeper issues. <laughs> they're creeper issues. We'll take you your word for you it. You should at least know it for the Flash. <laughs> I just like, you, you I have just the like Flash issue. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, I found as I'm going through this list that I was missing some creeper stuff hmm. and uh, I miss was missing this. Beware the Creeper Volume 2, which is a Vertigo series written yeah. by Jason Hall and Cliff Chang. So I ordered it, and I wasn't disappointed. It was, it was really good. Like Cliff you, Chang. You know I, what's funny is I hardly have any Creeper stuff. This, I actually don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like any it, of the old stuff, I don't have any of that stuff. But I got this. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this one's like loosely creeper though like traditional creeper but it's fascinating because it's the uh story of uh two sisters they're they're i think they're twins they look a lot alike each other in the books and people confuse them in the comic book but um there is somebody that's abusing prostitutes and and stuff like that but they don't know who he is like kind of like a Jack the Ripper, but he doesn't uh -huh. kill him. He just abuses him. Mm. And there's a detective that's trying to catch this guy. And there's these two sisters. One is an artist and she's a very progressive artist. This is uh, 1925 in Paris, France. <clears throat> and she's very like um, one of those artists that sort of a snob and in the, um, abstractness of it or the 
I don't I don't even know that there, you know like progressive jazz or what I forget what they use the term for the jazz that has like no methodical um free I don't beat, know free beats jazz. they I, they I just go they just go yeah. like there's no yeah. it, it's it's almost like if you were to play a jazz song and ev- nobody knew what you were doing like you know somebody's going to play guitar and somebody's going to play a drum and they just do it there there's a term for that I, it's not experimental. I, I forget what it is. I hated it because I, I took <laughs> I took jazz history, and I while I liked a lot of jazz, I, I hated the experimental stuff. Like because there was no beat. Like it was right. just chaos to me. She she seems to be in that for art, and she's not making much sales on her art and stuff like that. But she keeps on having dreams of this crazy creature that which i think is the creeper and then she's telling her sister about it and her sister is almost paying their whole rent she she's a writer but she doesn't get to write a lot she ends up being a seamstress because that's the only thing that could make money for the both of them but um the one sister is is out there in the art scene. She's a partier. She goes out. She causes chaos. The detective seems to be in love with her. A lot of society seems to be in love with her. There's also this rich, spoiled kid. He, he almost seems like a Donald Trump type. But uh, he's not very bright. And his mother tells him stuff like, you got to not do this because I can't keep paying the cops off to keep them off your tail, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, he, he, uh, keeps doing his stuff. Cause he thinks he's, he thinks he's above the law. Like nobody's going to catch me. You know, I'm, I'm rich. You, my parents will always take care of me. Um, so he keeps doing these things, but, uh, he's also infatuated with our, 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 the woman that does the art. And, um, there one night at a party, she she disses him uh, again for like the second time, and the detective goes and asks the one sister that's the writer, even though he he likes the artist sister, he asks he asks the writer to uh, get a cup of coffee, so they could talk about trying to keep the other sister out of trouble, mm-hmm. and so she goes out on this coffee run and she said, I have to leave early though. Cause I have to be there for my sister when she gets home because she's going to be drunk and I have to get her to bed and all this other stuff. But the other drunk sister gets home and she gets raped and beaten like brutally. Mm. Um, and you, you know, it's this, this guy, you know, this guy that's above the law. And the sister walks in and, and finds her sister like that. And she's like devastated. And then this, 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 this issue one ends where you see the, the creature that's like the creeper inside the window of the guy that did it. So I don't know if it's like one of the sisters or if it's like a dream that is manifested by the sister. So I guess we'll find out uh-huh. throughout the series. But this was a really good uh, – the artwork is amazing. And uh, I missed a lot of Vertigo series during this time. 
I think the only things I was getting was uh, 100 bullets and let's see they had at this time I did get codename knockout so I did get that orbiter I didn't get 100 bullets I have the full run American Century was the Howard Chaikin I, I did get the full run of that blood and water I think I picked up after the fact the filth was Grant Morrison I did buy that fables I I can't remember fables I don't have a full run of but I have the full run in trade that's a weird one <laughs> um, I have uh, all of all of fables that's actually that's the comic that got Stacy into reading any comics at all uh, that in Sandman like hell, she read Sandman but then that was it like she wasn't going to read anything else and yeah. then she started fables and that's when she started like oh well, I'll try this I'll try that oh yeah Hellblazer I was in and out of like yeah I never I got, stuck I to never, some arcs and Hellblazer. but I missed a lot I recently picked up a, a huge lot at the flea market for a buck each mm-hmm. um, Hunter the Age of Magic I, I think I have the original Hunter series where he first appeared, but I didn't pick up this four-issue miniseries. Or no, this was his ongoing. I know I didn't pick this one up. Yeah, I never bought that either. Lucifer, I, I did not you got pick all up. of Lucifer. <laughs> yeah, I didn't pick it up. I didn't because that was the sand, that was a Sandman. Spin-off. Yeah, that was a Sandman tie-in. Didn't pick it up. Now I'm more interested in it for sure. It's really good, Mike. That first that first series that went like from 2000 2007. Yeah. That was a series. Uh, Why the Last Man, I read all of it. Yep, so I think there's like three titles in here I, I kind of skipped on. And um, Beware of the Creature was, Beware of the Creeper was one of them. Mm-hmm. But I, I really like it. Even though it's really not the Creeper, it really is not. But uh, he has, the one thing about, that I was always infatuated about the Creeper and I read this in Who's Who. It was one of the Who's Who. I can't remember which volume. Was, or maybe it was a Brave and the Bold. I, I can't remember where I got this from. But the Creeper, somebody did an analysis of him like Batman or somebody. It was either that or a Who's Who. Just They said his main power was his unpredictability. Huh. And I, I always found out about that. Like, that was fascinating to me. Like, nobody could predict what he would do. Like, if he would kick or punch or like, <laughs> or laugh or run or they, they couldn't predict him. I always thought that was fascinating. Yeah. And um, around that time, that's when I said I, I really want to know more about the Creeper. Not just because he he's crazy. And his alias is a jackass on the news, right? Jack, Ry- <laughs> right. Jack Ryder is a jackass. Yeah. And um, I was always infatuated by that and uh, made me want to pick up, like, all of his appearances. And uh, I missed out on this one. I, I, I haven't – we've only seen the creeper in her art at the end of the book, but I'm, I'm sure we'll find out. It, it, whatever this creature is – it does have the insane laugh because they do draw the ha 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 ha, you right. know, like. Yeah. But yeah, it, this was really good. 
That's cool. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy the rest of the series. I don't remember that much about it, yeah. but I, I definitely believe you'll see more of a, a version of of like the creeper. Yeah. The the other thing I wanted to say is I kept reading some more Blue Book and I like it, but but I oh, think good. I I think no, I, I like. Why li- well, I I think I really like it because I'm not aware of these stories. Like I I never heard of these before. Of the front story, but I I think that he's telling it really interestingly, and I, I am enjoying how it's how it's being laid out and stuff. So yeah, but for somebody that doesn't know about it, it makes you more interested in very it. Very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, especially because that first story was reported to the government, and the other interesting thing about that was the couple that reported it the woman kept investigating things and when they called the government they at the same time they they had reports of and were tracking an unidentified yeah, object in the sky at the same time that yeah. these people saw it yeah and they have yeah. it's fascinating because they have 2 hours they claim they have 2 hours of their life missing, missing. like they yeah. don't know what happened at all that's right. And then th- they had that weird thing on the car where the compass was all jacked up over those little <laughs> spots, like it would just yeah. go, it would just start spinning. Yeah, it was it was really interesting. It is. It is interesting. I have to say. Yeah, I like well, it. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're enjoying that. The second one in the second issue was was a little odd because it was those two green like leaf kids. And it oh, was told. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. told. I remember, but now. But now, it was told. It was told memory. in like the 1100s, like a really old. So yeah. it's like it's like a story that was passed down. But I, it is fascinating I because the backstory in the first issue with all those weird New York City. Oh yeah, the elephant. Yeah. That that yeah. elephant thing interests the hell out of me, and then it turned into a brothel. That's incredible. Yeah. And I looked it up, <laughs> and, and sure enough, it was really there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coney Island, man. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, I only have one more, too. And All right. I, I, it won't take me too long. Um, it does have two stories in there, but they're fairly straightforward. Um, it's uh, Two Gun Kid, number oh, 130. Nice. Mm-hmm. And it's a reprint of Two Gun Kid 62. But this is issue 130, the one that I, what, I actually what, it, have. Issue 130. Yeah, 130. Yeah. Okay. So I don't have hardly any Marvel Western. No, yeah. Uh, I have some of the Ghost Rider stuff. The, the, the Western, action, the, 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 the guy that rides the, the horse with the white yeah, suit. Yeah, that, that's cool. Yeah, I, I have, I mean, this, I, I very little, and this is, you know, obviously reprinted material in the 70s that, um, from older stuff from like the 50s, but yeah, this is, um, uh, it's by Lee and Kirby too. Nice. It's um, kind of cool. Uh, this one starts out with um, he's uh, two gun kid uh, rides back into town after some adventure, and he uh, stashes his horse and runs up some back stairs that leads to a secret um, a secret uh, way to get into an his law office because uh, he's Matt Hawk. That's his real name. Um, and he is uh, a lawyer in this tech, in this uh, western town, and um, he, he he 
changes his clothes. He gets in there and he's like, oh, there's a note from Nancy Carter. She is the uh, school teacher and she wants him back at the schoolhouse as soon as possible. So goes ahead and, and he goes back down and as Matt Hawk, he goes uh, to the schoolhouse and there is Nancy Carter crying and wants to know what's going on. And uh, he's like, where are all the kids? And she's like, well, that's just the problem. Like there's a new, uh, there's a new uh, ruffian in town named Moose Morgan and he's just moved in and he, he and his son are frightening away all, all, all of her students and basically saying that, you know, not to come to school. Uh, you know, that's really weird. I wonder why that would be, but let's go um, to the sheriff. And she's like, all right. And they go to the sheriff and like, well, there's, there's nothing that I can do about it. He's not actually uh, doing, breaking any laws that I know, or nobody's filed a complaint is what he says. And uh, Matt's like, well, why is he, why does he want to keep children from going to school? And like, I, I have no idea. Um, so they're, they, they go ahead and, and they ride back. Um, they're on their way back to the, to the schoolhouse where they see, you know, off to the side, um, this, this kid beating on this little kid and it's, it's Cal Morgan, Moose Morgan's son. So of course, Matt jumps off the horse and he, uh, he grabs Cal and, um, says, you know, well, who do you, who do you think you are beating up this little kid? And, um, Moose hears, hears his son's voice and he comes riding over on, uh, on a donkey and says, you know, did I, did I hear you raising your voice to my, to my boy? And, um, so he starts, he starts beating on, uh, on Matt and Matt, just like, you know, you would in a Spider-Man comic or anything else. He can't he can't show his skill too much in front of uh, Nancy Carter, so he's trying to dodge out of the way and stuff like that. And but he's getting beat up pretty good by by Moose. And um, finally, uh, Miss Carter uh, gets in between and says, "You know, if you hit him again, I'm gonna get a warrant out for your arrest." And so uh, Moose Moose stops and. Um, he says, you know, I'm just warning you, stay, you know, you stay away from, from my son. So that night they have a meeting at the schoolhouse with the Board of Education. And they're all trying to figure out what they could possibly do. When Moose from outside calls them and says, you know, get out of this, you know, get get out of that, that schoolhouse. Didn't I tell you? I don't want to see anybody in the schoolhouse again. And um, so... Uh, he says, uh, you know, they start asking, what do you have against, you know, why don't you want anyone in here? He's like, listen, he's like, I don't want my son going to school. He needs to stay home and help me around, around the property. And he's like, and I don't want anyone else going to school either. So uh, apparently it's just a matter Prob of that. Probably a popular opinion back in that time. Yeah, right. And, I mean, and, like, what are you going to leave the farm? Or are you going to leave the area? And you yeah, can't I help need me anymore. Here. We I own this land. Being, we got to do this. He's being terrible about it, you know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's probably a lot of other parents that didn't let their kids go to school, but he didn't stop. But they didn't stop the rest of the town from from sending their kids, which is what he's doing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you got that. That is a that is a good point. And um, 
And so, you know, he's, he's like, you know, I don't want to see anyone else at the school again. And they all kind of, the whole school board kind of like quietly leaves because they're f- afraid of him, except for Miss Carter. And she's like, you know, I know one man that would have would have stopped you. Um, and of course, who comes riding up but the two-gun kid. So Moose uh, has his rifle all along and he, he shoots at two-gun and, and the kid jumps out of the way and as he's landing, he fires his pistol and knocks the rifle right out of, um, shoots the rifle right out of his hand. He's like, all right, this is better. How, let's, you know, let's fight. And um, so he, he's ready to, he actually takes his, his holster off, um, two-gun does. And just as he does, uh, Moose calls Cal for his spare rifle and he, gra- and he actually grabs it and he shoots it. Two-Gun Kid, even though Two-Gun doesn't have any, any pistols with him anymore, but he ends up swinging um, up onto a tree to get out of the way and he swings around and kicks um, Moose right, right, right in the head. And now he doesn't have his second rifle. and They start, they go at it. There's a full uh, good two pages of of um, not like a nine-page grid on one and a six-page grid on the other of just the battle, and he ends up knocking um, knocking Moose out pretty easily um, over the course of this fight. He throws him into a bunch of shrubs, and just as that fight's ending, he just ducks out of the way as a as a pretty decent-sized rock comes flying by him, and it's Cal, his Moose's son, through through a rock, and he's getting ready to throw another one. And um, he manages to to grab Cal, kind of in a an arm lock from behind, and he, Cal starts crying. He says, "I'm just a little fellow here. What are you gonna do? You're gonna kill me?" It's like, "I'm not gonna kill you. I'm gonna do what someone should have done a long time ago." And yep, sure enough, he grabs the kid and puts him over his knee and starts spanking him. And uh, he's like, "Now maybe maybe you uh, are ready to say." Uh, you, you apologize to Miss Carter, or, or you know, do you do I have to you know, put you over my knee again? So he apologizes, and he throws a moose over the donkey and tells Cal to um, take his uh, take his dad um, back home. He's like, that's still your father, so you're going to still respect him. But I want to see you, you and everyone else at school on Monday. So Cal rides rides his dad and the donkey back home. And uh, the next day, who come, who's who's leading the the kids to class? But Cal, and he actually even takes off his hat and he and he like kind of like bows to to Miss Carter and says, "After you, Miss Carter, ma'am." And uh, and so uh, that's how it ends up. And then Matt Matt shows up right after in, in his in his regular outfit and and uh, and Miss Carter says, "Even though it took uh you know it took two gun kid to defeat." Moose, you know, by using violence, um, she still thinks that Matt Hawk is the bravest man in town. So she's she's sweet on Matt, but not so much on Two Gun. There's a quick story in the back, uh, again by Lee and um, and Kirby, and um, Matt Hawk is just finishing a case in in court. He's wrapping up the <clears throat> the final um, the, the 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 final uh, remarks, and. Uh, he spies out of the corner of his eye some uh, a gang uh, just going in to rob the bank across the way, and he asks the court for a quick recess. And he thinks uh, the judge is not happy about it, but he he agrees to the recess. So he uh, runs out of there, changes into two gun, and he uh, 
he jumps into the into the bank and surprises them all and you know he knocks out a couple he it looks like he's pinned down by a bunch that have have pistols but he's got his two and he's he's shooting basically it looks like this guy doesn't really uh a two gun kid doesn't kill at least not in these comics he's he's knocking guns out of people's hands he's shooting people in the arm and um knocking them out with his fists and he lassos them up and it took 11 minutes a little bit longer than he expected but comes um running back changes back into Matt Hawk uh and he uh he comes running back into the um into the courtroom and he he starts getting the judge starts laying into him like you kept us waiting for almost a quarter of an hour I had a cut uh, I ought to hold you in content. The trouble with you young whippersnappers is you've no respect for law and order. You just remember that. Matt just says, I'll try my best. Yes, sir, on there. I sure will. And uh, and so that's the end of the story. Uh, so that was amusing enough. I really liked that first one, too. Um, the, the first one was pretty cool. So um, I don't remember where I picked this up. I just found it somewhere for like probably in the dollar box or something and um, saw it this morning when I was rifling through my unread stuff. And uh, that was a good one, yeah. So, cool. so that's all I got today. All right. Well, you can we can wrap this one up then. Yeah, we we covered quite a bit for. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just two of us. We yeah. made it made up for yeah. it for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So you can reach Rob at Rob Krieger, me at Mike Myers Brunch, and you can find us at. Oh, you could find Joe at Iowa's Joe, and Chris yeah, at McMakeNetc. Hopefully Joe finds his way out of the woods. Yeah. He's hiking this morning. And hope yeah, hopefully he finds his way out. Kirk is at Big Five Army. He's going through a lot of stuff right now, so probably won't see him on this show for a bit. But um our thoughts are with you. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, we could find us at geekbrunchpodcast.com and on Facebook at Geek Brunch Podcast. Click the like button, and we should be back hopefully in two weeks. Yeah, sounds good. Even if it's two different people <laughs> or, or three different uh, people. I don't know. Uh, the way things go, it's, it looks like it's usually me and you. <laughs> yeah, but, or or somebody else. Sometimes yeah, hope, Chris shows up. Yeah, hopefully we yeah. can get uh, a full crew in next time around. Yeah. All nice. right. Talk to you later. Have a good one. All right. Have a good weekend. You too. Bye.